From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. McDonald's presents Burger Reviews by Hamburglar. Today's review, the best ever Big Mac burger. Take it away, Hamburglar. Bravo, bravo. He said, there's more special sauce in every bite. Rubble, rubble. He said, rubble, rubble. Rubble, rubble. Rubble, rubble indeed, my friend. Try the juicier Big Mac and get 20% off any purchase of $10 or more. Only on the app. Comparison to prior classic burgers, limited time only at participating McDonald's. Valid once per day. Excludes tax. Must be opted into rewards. Welcome to Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. Our hope is that you will be encouraged and equipped through this podcast as we have conversations with friends from around the world. You can subscribe to our podcast and go to our website, firebornministries.com, and sign up for our email list to stay up to date on Fireborn Ministries. And may you have your own Adventures in the Spirit. And now we hope you enjoy today's podcast. I want to welcome you to Adventures in the Spirit with Jerry Lasky, and I want to encourage you, if you want to hear God's voice and if you want to prophesy, please download our free PDF five-day prophetic activation guide. The link is provided for you in the description, the podcast notes, the podcast description, and as this is distributed everywhere, guys... We want you to hear God. We want you to prophesy, but also you could enroll in my e-course, Entry Level Prophecy. We believe that everybody could hear God. Everybody could prophesy. That means you because of the Holy Spirit in you who is cheering you on, who is encouraging you, comforting you, equipping and empowering you. So enroll in Entry Level Prophecy available on charismacourses.com. But guys, I'm excited for today's program. I have my new friend, Joshua Marsengill, coming to the program. We were just having an incredible conversation before this interview, before going live. I felt the peace and the presence of God all over him. So as I introduce him, I will be reading this bio that's been provided as he is a certified financial sozo counselor living in Selma, Alabama. He's the author of the book, Encounters, Pressing Into Your Abundant Heavenly Supply, and he's got experience working and leading and owning businesses and nonprofits and corporations of all sizes. He's served as a business consultant for over a decade. He's got a master's in international business administration. He's been part of the Bethel Atlanta movement, the Bethel Reading, and all kinds of things, guys. I just want Joshua to come to the program, Adventures and the Spirit. Joshua, welcome to Adventures in the Spirit, bro. Jared, thank you for having me. This is an exciting podcast, man. I love what you're doing. Well, as I had said to you, I'm having the most fun of my life, and God is opening up doors through this for His glory. It's all about Him. But Josh, I'd love to get some background about you, about how you got started and doing what you're doing, how you encountered Jesus. <laughs> so actually, my my testimony, I'll keep it short, but it, uh, but God uh, gave me an open vision as uh, as an atheist, and so I was... I was really on the outside and I had some friends and we would uh, mock God and mock Christians. And it was, it was terrible. You know, I had so much shame that the Lord had to help me with afterwards, but, but yeah, I had a open vision after a suicide attempt. Um, and I woke up uh, the next morning after taking some pills and drinking a bunch of alcohol. And I had said that night, like, uh, Lord, 
you know, I, I don't want a new beginning. If you're real, like if you are real, then just kill me. <laughs> I said, I've had enough of life period. And I would love for it just to go black if you're real. And I kept saying that if you're real. Well, I think he did kill me. <laughs> the next day I woke up feeling brand new. I felt like uh, completely refreshed. And uh, like, it was so weird. It was only about four hours later. And so very supernatural. The other thing that was really obvious is my, my hey bro, mind. We're having some technical difficulties. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No problem. No problem. Okay. Cool. Hey. <laughs> did, you, did you miss all of it? Or I did. You... I did. Technical difficulties. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay. Let's no problem, get no going. Problem. Okay. Let's backtrack to uh, answering that first question. I, Jesus, yeah, have your way. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Holy Spirit, come with your peace and your over the uh, everything here, Lord. Um, man, I, I had the most amazing introduction to uh, the kingdom of God. Uh, I had, you know, I was an atheist, more agnostic than atheist, but I did, you know, I had friends where I made fun of God, made fun of Christians, and I had shame I was carrying over that <laughs> that God had to deal with later. But I, I, after a night of a suicide attempt, I remember calling out to the Lord. I said, well, hey, if you're real, then would you just please kill me? That would be awesome. <laughs> and I don't want a new life or anything. And I think he did. I think he killed me, actually, <laughs> because about three hours later, um, maybe, maybe four, I woke up and uh, felt completely new all the way through my body. It just I just felt refreshed and, and energetic and the real big contrasting difference between before and after was my mind was uh, empty of anxiety and full of peace. And I hadn't known that in my life. I, you know, uh, hadn't been to church since I was nine years old and, um, you know, and uh, things like that. So I just, just didn't know. So, and then I go for a jog and the Lord gave me this massive open vision. Um, we fought demons. And I mean, it's just one of these wild things. It's hard to explain. I actually, that's one of the reasons I wrote a book about it. I'm like, I want people to be able to chew on this because it's, there's so much meat in there. But I mean, the bottom line was I saw Jesus and his eyes were full of kindness and I could not believe it. It totally broke my, my box. And I just thought, wow, there's, there's so much I don't understand about Jesus. Like he, he clearly is not who I've understood. And I just thought he was religion. I just thought he was comfort, but he was, he, he loved me and he knew me and he called me by my first name. He said, Josh, instead of Joshua, little things like that, that just blew me away. Very shortly after that, I got baptized and all that kind of stuff. But um, he found a church. He had set me up in so many different angles, you know, and, uh, you know, later on met the Holy Spirit, got drowned in the Holy Spirit. That was such a crazy encounter. Um, and, and then I, I met Father God and I actually took God to dinner. That was amazing. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he took me to dinner, I should say. But um, that's what that's one of the biggest things I wrote the book about was like I wanted to share some of these crazy encounters I had, but also just the just the way that God wants to encounter us daily and every 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 chance he can get. Heaven is fully supplied with encounters that will change our life and help us live in, in his kingdom. Amen. Can, can I zero in on your encounter yeah. with Jesus? Yeah, man. You know, um, it took me about 17 to 18 years to write about a supernatural encounter that I had with the risen Christ, with Jesus in all his glory, according to Revelation wow. 1, Revelation chapter 4. It was a life-changing encounter with several witnesses who were present. We had encountered the wow. Holy Spirit. It was a move of God for the next 48 hours or so. 
yeah. beginning in Las Vegas. Okay. I was a young YWAM <laughs> student. We we're out there. I was 18. Uh, we we're just out there to see the sights and we're just praying to just end the night because that, that community, it, they need Jesus. Okay. We need to kind yeah. of wash ourselves yeah. clean. Ooh, yeah. And then yeah. I fell into a trance and encountered the risen Lord. And yeah, wow. it's like a part of me died, but a new part mm. of me came to new life. So can you share a little bit more how did he look what was the atmosphere like what yeah. really what, what did he do in you oh man so you know i was like in this managerial consulting thing i had a dream for that before and um you know it had left me kind of cold and empty inside and i was not um who i am today at all gosh he's transformed me so much i was, I was a businessman i mean you would not catch me without a suit on and um i would i was just not free in any way shape or form i was so serious about life i worked 70 hours that's not even an exaggeration per week you know and um and so that was my whole life. And, and I really had this plan where I was, it was, it was good hearted. You know, I was trying to be a good person, which by the way, doesn't work. <laughs> that's not enough. You know, we need Jesus. That's, that's the whole, it's not, it's not, you know, up to us. It's what he's done. But, um, but I didn't know that then, you know, at all. And um, so I, it was just so weird that I had accomplished my dreams. I had really, I, I had a, you know, an apartment in downtown San Diego, California. And I mean, I had a, a brand new car. I was just, you know, I just felt like I had everything that I wanted and, uh, you know, had access to everything, just knew my life, you know, and, but it was not enough. And uh, anyway, so all that to say, when, uh, when I have this open vision, I'm like running through the park because I felt so good. I just went for a jog and there's this beautiful park in San Diego all on its own uh, called uh, Baboa Park. Anyway, it's massive, and I, I used to run in there for like hours. So I'm jogging, and it's a it's just a special morning, and like there's it's ethereal. There's like little rainbows and stuff everywhere, and light coming through uh, the the trees and stuff. And he just set this whole thing up. It was so beautiful, and like um, and I was just stunned by the beauty, the uh, natural beauty of everything. But then I start having this open vision, and uh, the thing is, is like I'll back up, uh, give you a brief synopsis synopsis of my life uh when i was 15 my dad committed suicide wrecked my heart you know when uh when i was 21 uh my brother uh committed suicide so that and there were people that committed suicide there was just like a spirit of death around my family and um so lots of really terrible things that happened but um so that was my background and and here i am and having this open vision the first thing i see is a bunch of demons lining the the uh you know, the horizon, excuse me. And they're just, they all look really similar, but they're a little different. They're all exactly the same color and they're made out of charcoal. I could tell as, as I got closer, I could tell later on, but, um, but right then they were, they're way out there. And I was like, Oh, what is going on? And I mean, I didn't really have a box for it, but I realized pretty quickly that I could, I could see them and I could not see them kind of like, uh, my friend Blake Healy talks about, like, you can look at the road whenever you're driving, or you can look at the windshield, you can kind of, you know, focus on what you need to. That was exactly my experience. Like I could either focus on them or I could unfocus on them. And, but it was a total open vision and I'd never had anything like it. Um, so they're coming in and I'm, and I didn't know what to do, but as soon as I realized I didn't have to see them, I, I just figured, man, I must be schizophrenic. There's something wrong. I mean, this is such a weird morning anyway. And uh, so I kept jogging and I run in and I heard somebody running up beside me and uh, you know, and I, I just, 
uh, I just wondered, like, maybe that's just somebody. So I was trying to ignore them. And uh, they, they start talking to me. And it's Paul from the Bible, like <laughs> the Paul, St. Paul uh, from the Bible. And I knew it. I just had uh, this awareness of who he was. Mm-hmm. And, um, and unfortunately, because I didn't have a, a real box or, or a value for stewardship, I don't remember what he said. Uh, next as I keep jogging, Peter comes running up. Peter is the most wonderful person I've ever met in my life. He's so full of life. He's so funny. And here I am, this business guy. And that's why I gave you the background. I'm like this business guy. I'm staunch. I haven't laughed in like two years, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. and he is hilarious and he's just making me laugh and he's bringing this lightness and stuff into my, into my world. And he's like, we can kill these things. Let's kill these demons. And they start mm-hmm. coming in. We start crashing them, you know, and they're just shattering and it was super easy. And and so we're just busting them down. And and then um, as we're doing that, I just start to realize, wow, they keep coming, you know. And um, and at, at one point, Jesus comes in and like, I don't really understand Christianity at this point. So this is kind of funny. But Jesus asked me, he said, and I saw his eyes and he was kind and I was blown away. I was like, I don't know what's going on. Everything's different. Everything's new. Um, but Jesus asked me, he said, Josh, I can take it from here. Do you want me to? And I, <laughs> I mean, of course I should have said, yes, Jesus, thank you know, but I just didn't know what I was doing. So I was like, yeah, uh, that's okay. I'm having fun, you know, <laughs> and like kind of a false humility. It's right. a uh, moment. And, um, so Jesus, uh, goes over this hill and he fights this like dragon. And I'm seriously just, this is the most vivid, crazy, um, amazing like experience the whole time and at uh at the end um i i kept running let jesus go do that thing i saw him fighting this dragon i guess that was satan these are things i I thought about later but i had to put the whole thing together later honestly because i wasn't a christian enough to really understand anything that was going on um but it was just a crazy experience that i couldn't forget later on anyway they keep coming and they keep coming and and i thought and i was like god if you could flood the earth, could you just flood this, this whole vision or whatever I'm experiencing here and kill every one of them. And just like that, I see these little pools of violent water down in the, in the valleys and it just starts stirring real, real fast. And they just come up. And I mean, I, it felt so real. I had to take a, like a deep breath because I felt like I was going to be underwater came shooting up over my head into the sky. And I, I watched these things all float up and, you know, I, Later on, I figured out those demons had, like, had a lot to do with my background. <laughs> they had a lot to do with like the suicide stuff. Even when my brother had committed suicide, I made a stupid Hollywood driven kind of theology statement where I was like, don't go out into the world. You know, everything that bothered him come to me and, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And I mean, you know, it came from a good heart, but I was, of course, they're demons. They're going to honor that. And man, they were there was just an overwhelming number or so the Lord really set me free that day. And, and that was the end of my anxiety. I haven't had anxiety since then. I've had, you know, different, I had a, a different bout with depression, but wow, it was, it was complete victory over, over anxiety. And the Lord has since like freed me from depression too. There's, there's a lot of process, you know, that, you know, I wouldn't cover up, but, uh, but that was a dramatic encounter. And that was kind of my introduction into Christianity. <laughs> Wow. So I I want you to know that you and I both have a lot in common. Well, already. seriously, dude, I'm so, really blown away. Yeah. And so here's this crazy idea. Maybe I'll, I'll mention it here. I don't want to put you on yeah. the spot, but 
um, okay. 20 years ago, the year 2000, I I lost a brother to suicide. Wow. Uh, it was very much, you know, I had just come back from YWAM. I was in, I finished my first year of Bible college, about to start my second year of Bible college. He was involved in the the, the world of drugs, uh, yeah. addiction, all kinds of stuff. Um, and that, that brings a lot of issues to a family. Yeah, absolutely. A family raised, we were Christian, you know, raised in Christ, but the drugs had distorted his mind. There was a lot of demonic Mm -hmm. stuff, but I was there when he gave his life, recommitted his life to Christ six months before the suicide is the enemy couldn't have his spirit, but tormented his soul and destroyed his body. That's how I see it. Yeah. Uh, But that, that was a season that I jumped into the presence of God like never before. I mean, I'd just been brand new, born again, spirit filled year and a half, maybe, you know, uh, but I jumped in the presence of God through that. Now I've, I've had to battle my own demons from uh, two wars, you know, Iraq, Afghanistan. So I've, I've been on some very dark places, but Jesus saw me through and what you're saying even about encountering the apostles, I can identify with those things. Encountering <laughs> Jesus, I mean, he's the—he's my sole focus, the Holy Spirit, Father uh, God. Yeah, man. Do you believe we are living in the end times? Are we seeing the signs of the times Jesus talked about with wars, rumors of wars, famines, pestilences, and earthquakes? With recent events of social unrest on the streets worldwide, a pandemic, and the shaking taking place in the political realm, we want to answer your questions and calm your fears by giving you hope through our e-course, The Last Days, A Reformation in Eschatology. You can go through the e-course on your time, diving deep into learning how to study apocalyptic and prophetic passages of Scripture. You'll do a study on the mark of the beast and learn about the signs of the times Jesus spoke about in Matthew chapter 24, Mark 13, and Luke 21, and hear what the major views of the end times are and learn what the rapture really is. We will lay a grounded and biblical answer to a number of your questions about the end times, and you'll learn if Bible codes are real, and you'll hear if the Shemitah applies to us today, and make up your own mind if the United States of America is prophesied in the Bible. I want to give you a warning. This e-course, The Last Days, A Reformation in Eschatology, may shatter your worldview and what you have been traditionally taught about the end times. Go to www.charismacourses.com to purchase The Last Days, A Reformation in Eschatology with Jared Lasky e-course today. So when people are on the edge, mm. if there's someone listening right now who's on the edge, yeah, what would you want them to know? Oh, man, you know... Um... Every voice in your head is not uh, yours, even though it, it probably sounds exactly like you. And it might even be bringing up some facts and uh, things uh, that that really do make a lot of sense, you know. Uh, but uh, I I found out uh, the Lord took me through a process, of, and this was intentional. He wanted to equip me, and I, I, I can just easily give it away right here because— uh, what he did was he he did this fun thing. He took he gave me a month off from suicidal thoughts. Hmm. I had suicidal thoughts since I was nine years old. Man, they were intense. I mean, and I wouldn't wish them on my worst enemy. They were so bad. Like I, I would envision myself jumping out of a car. Uh, you know, on a daily basis, I'm literally battling. I really kind of wish I was dead. And that was just this consistent kind of thing that was in my head. So um, anyway, I'm. Uh, 
few months into my salvation and the Lord's into like getting me cleaned up. Like he really wanted to heal me up. And I'm so thankful for that. But, um, but this is one of the things he did. I didn't know it was going to be a month. It's, but I, but I was aware because I had had suicidal thoughts every day since I was nine. So almost 20 years because I'm like 28, you know? So, um, and like, so when they stopped, when I had a day free of them, I was completely like, oh, <laughs> wow, I don't know what's going on, but I'm having a really good day. This is awesome. And that continued. And I, I, I was celebrating. I was like, Lord, you have set me free. This is awesome. I am so free. And then uh, the, the first day of December came and it was the month of November that it happened. And I had one of the worst days ever. And I was like really close to committing suicide that day. And I, and at one point I had, you know, just a moment of honesty with the Lord. And I said, I don't know what your problem is, but why would you take these away and then bring them back? And I was so mad. Um, but while I said that last sentence, bring them back, that word stuck out to me, them, and I could see it. Um, with my eyes, I could see that word. It was so important to the Lord for me to understand. And I was like, oh, it's them. It's a day. <laughs> it's not me. It's something else. Like I'm being absolutely attacked. I'm being tormented. And I, I asked the Holy Spirit to just guide me. I was, uh, and he, I mean, opened my Bible. One of those experiences, I opened my Bibles to Hebrews. And uh, that last verse of uh, chapter one and New King James says that all angels are ministering spirits. And that just highlighted to me that all and angels. And I realized that he was the Holy Spirit was kind of a little little bit taken that out of context just to help me understand something. Fallen angels <laughs> are also ministering spirits looked into the word ministering. That means they they are like ministers, like pastors or something trying to convince us of uh, of a false reality, a false narrative. And so, I mean, man. So what God had done was he had intentionally taken me through this process to expose these things. And I pray that he would do that for you right now. If you're dealing with this, absolutely. And so many people are, especially with this weird season that we just went through. Some people, it's been the best season of their lives. Some people, it's been the worst thing after another, after another. And it's just been hard. And there's all this like different ways that these voices will, will speak to us and, and claim that we're worthless and that we don't have a future. And, and all of that is nonsense and just a bunch of lies. That's all the devil ever does is lie. He just lies. And so, um, but I mean, I was at a point after that experience and they kept coming, by the way, like uh, I kept having them for a little while and I never have them now. But I mean, that went on for another year where I had to battle them off and I don't want that for anybody. But the thing is, is like when they did come, it was hilarious. I was like, you're so stupid. I am not listening to you. <laughs> this is nonsense. I'm not, this is not, you're not me. You're not me. And I kept getting really serious about that. And, um, and it did, it, it became like a little bit of a place of tickling for me. I'm like, you're, you're done. You're exposing yourself. I'll bind you up in Jesus name. Like get out of here. You know, and you know, that whole heart that I had for my brother too, like, you know, that anything that, that was bothering him come to me. Like I realized I could actually do that now with Jesus on my side. Like he would actually bind these things up. And so the future of that ministering spirit is over. I mean, it couldn't speak to anyone else and it would be completely secured under the feet of Christ forever, you know? So 
Yes. In Jesus name, do that again, Lord. That's what testimony means. Come on, Lord, go out there and set some people free. Expose these lying devils in Jesus name. Hold nothing back. You never do. So we just thank you, Lord God, that you're setting people free right now in Jesus name. There's and gosh, if you need this, just reach up and grab it. Go for it. Reach up and grab it in Jesus name. Just say, I am taking this awareness. I'm going to I'm going to put on the mind of Christ, the mind of salvation. I am valuable. I'm not going to listen to any liars anymore in Jesus name. I just thank you, Holy Spirit, for beginning to expose these devils for all that they are. So we cancel their assignment. We cancel it in Jesus name right now. Canceled in Jesus name, Lord God. And we just thank you for the awareness and the exposure of everything they've ever tried. And and, uh, Lord, restore the years, restore the years over over their life, Lord. Anything the devil has stolen, Lord God, let that be an absolute opportunity for you to release heaven all over them and give them years back. Lord, I pray that they would look in the mirror after this and just as a confirmation, they'd be like, wow, I look younger now. This is crazy. Like God just restored some years. Do that again, Lord. Jesus name. Jesus name. All right, brother. So I'd like you to share one more encounter that you've had with God, with the heavenlies. And then (laughs) I would love for you to go from that encounter and right into an activation. Oh man, that's a great, great, awesome way. Yeah. Um, so my favorite encounter was my encounter with the Holy Spirit. Uh, and um, so I, you know, it was just a really, really powerful, tangible experience. You know, all, all, by the way, my, my uh, definition of encounter is important. It's like just any time that you know that God is real, that's, that's an encounter. So sometimes they're really small. Maybe he saved you from a car accident or something like that. And you're just like, wow, God is real. <laughs> you know, that's that's a real encounter. And when yeah. we begin to understand that, we know that. But some of them are massively huge. And God is totally into that. He He will do whatever to to he's done so much. And so it's available. And if we're open to receive it. Honestly, that's the way it works. It's just like whew, he, he heaven is not on a short supply. So, but this was one of the craziest experiences I've ever had. Um, I was, I'm a, I'm an analytical person and I was then as well. And, um, so speaking in tongues did not make any sense to me. And I thought it was weird. And, um, maybe some of you do. And I think that I celebrate you. Awesome. You know, be Thomas gets a bad rap, you know, <laughs> seriously, but he, you know, he needed some questions answered and that, that I get, I feel for Thomas. I'm like, man, I don't know how people do it sometimes without putting their hands in the side of Jesus. Come on, you know, because it's worth it to have experiences that last forever. I mean, you're, you got your own faith at that point, you know? Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I am, we, we, I ended up helping to build this church down in La Paz, Mexico. It was like the first Protestant church, um, like in the area somehow, or maybe they'd had others, but this was a big deal. And so, um, it's a beautiful little cobblestone street kind of place. And um, they're still building this building whenever I got there with a whole group of other people. It wasn't just me. And, um, and they're having a Spanish speaking service. And I knew they were building this building. So, cause it didn't even have a roof. Um, and, uh, and I, re- I, so I'm just sitting in there and the guy's preaching in Spanish. I don't know what's going on. I know a little bit of Spanish, but not much, you know, and, but I could feel it. I was just like, man, <laughs> that guy's preaching good, whatever he's saying. And uh, a friend of mine is there and she tries to t- translate a little bit to me. And um, and I was just getting lost in the presence. And like 
what happened was uh, I started to feel water at my ankles and, um, and it was, it just felt like real water. And so, but it's wow. kind of dark. I looked down and there's nothing there. So I was like, Oh no, I am, I'm feeling water, you know, like this is crazy. But I mean, at first I thought maybe a pipe had burst or something cause it's new construction. I mean, that's how real it felt. Wow. And, um, and I feel the water. And as soon as I acknowledge it, I was like, Oh, something spiritual is happening. And, and it came up to my knees in the seat. And right about that time, the guy's doing an altar call at the front. Um, and, uh, it was for people to receive the Holy spirit. I didn't know that <laughs> until later. Um, but man, I just felt it. I was like, Ooh, something's going on here. Like I, and, um, and they had the plastic chairs and stuff. So, uh, my friend's like, you need to get up there. Like they're doing this, you know? And, um, so I start pushing these chairs out of the way. I'm a little drunk. And I mean, this water keeps coming and it just goes over my head. I feel like I've drowned in it. And I go up to the front and there's like a, a guy there that's ministering that speaks English and he prays over the first thing he says to me is like, Josh, you're going to have to let go of these, this analytical thing and just allow God to do what he wants to do. He just knew what was on me, you know, what was happening right away. I, I, he had a word of knowledge or something. And um, so cool, you know, and he put his hand like right over my chest and he never touched me, but I totally felt like he was putting it on my chest and water. I felt water push out of his hand out of the palm of his hand into my chest through my heart and then just shoot out of the top of my head and um i mean like i said this was a tangible like uh you know like kind of the open vision thing but this is a tangible like feeling thing i could totally feel it and it just felt like real water i could taste the water in my mouth and everything it just like it was clean wow. and clear and um, and he's like, uh, and I'm experiencing this and like trying to pay attention to what he's saying, you know, like, and, um, he's like, Josh, just, just start open your mouth. Just start, uh, you know, it, it says that he filled them, he filled them, filled their mouths with the Holy spirit. And so I was like, Oh, wow. I've never even thought of that that way. And so I started making noises and, and just like that, man, it came. And I, I mean, it was so powerful. And it just exploded. And man, I couldn't wait. Like, I don't even know how I got home that night because I got, I was so drunk in the spirit. And um, so it was kind of like being drunk, honestly. It was um, in that way. But then the Lord, my analytical mind, he cared about it so much. He gave me two weeks to interpret my tongues. So it was just amazing. I mean, like, and I didn't know it was only going to be two weeks. I never know his timelines, <laughs> but you know, I find out later, but he, he, like the whole time I'm able to understand what I'm saying. And it was so powerful. It was like, in my experience, I'm not saying this is all tongues. It's tongues has lots of purposes, I'm sure. But it, in that time it was all, I was just constantly praying for other people. I was aware of things that I was just like, Oh, I was there, you know, but it was just in my peripheral and I wasn't, paying direct attention to it but my subconscious was and it was so cool it was so supernatural so like radical and i was like this is not something i'm capable of doing this is a spiritual i'm connection i'm and it just made so much sense and i've been praying in tongues ever since because of that but yeah you know i that that was that <laughs> encounter awesome, love it so yeah love it now now activate us because this podcast yeah. is also about activating our viewers our listeners mm. for more of God. Yeah. Um, you know, I just do a little, little plug here, but I do have a podcast abundant encounters and I want people to experience. I'm just like Jared here. I really want you to experience these things. These are awesome podcasts and uh, they're going to bless your life. And um, one of the things I do on that podcast is 
one, it's not this fast paced kind of thing. I put some light music in the background and I, uh, I speak softly because that's what the Lord asked me to do. You know, like, don't be rushed, like, uh, be peaceful. And it's a great thing to exercise to, or, you know, and, and those kind of things. Um, but faith comes by hearing and hearing the, from the word of God. And so I just utilize the word of God. And so I'm going to read a little scripture to you uh, in this activation time and treat this just like it's uh, what I what I usually do and kind of and then I'll walk you through the scriptures as I'm, as I'm reading them and I believe that that these scriptures are going to provide the faith for you to have a real encounter with God and it, it works guys it, I've just seen I've had so many testimonies at this point that I'm going forward because it's amazing God's totally touching some people's lives so if you want this amen I am in your 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 desire so I'm reading from Revelations 22, just a little passage here from uh, uh, from one to five, and it's so visual. So I highly recommend you diving into the visualization of this. Um, it says, then the angel showed me the river of the water of life. Close your eyes if you want to look at that river of the water of life flowing with water clear as crystal continuously pouring out from the throne of God and the Lamb. The river was flowing in the middle of the street of the city, and on either side of the river was the tree of life, with its twelve kinds of ripe fruit according to each month of the year. And I felt like prophetically what the Lord was saying to me and the reason he wanted me to read this was that your encounter season, even if it's just starting, it's not ending. It's all year round. There's tons of fruit coming from heaven. There's no more desert seasons. In fact, I just want to prophesy over you right now that your all your desert seasons are going to be dessert seasons. <laughs> you're going to have to add an S to that word because the, from here on, you're going to be enjoying the, the dining experience with the Lord. So just continue like, Close your eyes if you want. There's more here. It's so good. The river was flowing in the middle of the street of the city, and on either side of the river was the tree of life. Indulge. Eat the fruit. Taste it. Taste it in your mouth. Use your imagination. God has sanctified our imagination. It's so beautiful, and it can be so supernatural. With its 12 kinds of ripe fruit, according to each month of the year, the leaves of the tree of life are for the healing of the nations. Wow, come on. Like, can you imagine, like, when you're in traffic or something like that, and you're, or you're looking over and, and there's a line of traffic on the opposite side of the freeway, and just, can you imagine everybody receiving peace and just switching from anything that they're dealing with? That's the kind of healing that's, that's coming out of these. Just eat some of those leaves right now. And you're going to be, like, bringing the kingdom everywhere you go. Um, I just wanted to declare that over you too. And every curse will be broken and no longer exist for the throne of God and of the lamb will be there in the city. His loving servants will serve him. They will always see his face, see his face, see his face. Come on. And his name will be on their foreheads. Listen, when you look at the face of God, it's the best thing in the world. It's one of the biggest tools you, in your in your Christian tool belt because the thing is, is you want to die to self. <laughs> you want it to allow for the for the supply of humility that Jesus took all the way to the cross. Like he totally supplied humanity with so much humility. And um, so look at his face because you do want that dying experience that the Old Testament talks about. Like if you see my face, you'll die. <laughs> 
you will die. And that's awesome because you'll live as Christ. You'll absolutely be resurrected in his likeness. Uh, so go for it. Look at his face and do that now. I'm going to pause, actually. And let's just let this be the encounter. Um, let's look at his face. And if anyone, I, I, I have such passion for anyone that's not experiencing things. I want you to ask the Lord because we, as Christians, we get to hear from God. It's a, it's a promise. My sheep hear my voice and they follow me, you know, and they'll know which way to go to the right or the left and all that. There's, you know, there is a real discernment that God is, is pouring out. So I, I, so let's ask the Lord right now. And what you hear is going to be him talking, not Josh. And let's just ask him. If you can't see it, see his face, if, if that's, if that's what's going on and you're, you're kind of in that place, then, uh, then ask him, Lord, is there, is there a wall between me and hearing your voice or seeing you? And allow him to answer that. And if he says yes, ask him, is it safe to take that wall down? Yeah, and if he agrees to that, then go ahead and do that right now with him. And, and Get creative with this, guys. Uh, this is a sozo tool. It's beautiful if you're familiar with that. But um, grab a grab a hammer with the Holy Spirit or whatever. Tear it down, and then look on the other side of that wall and um, see what you can see, and just just have a moment with Him. And yeah, as you're experiencing that, look at His face, guys. Look at the Father's face. Go ahead and look at His face. I want to see your face. And just ask him, I want to see your face. Show me your face, God. Show me your face. Yeah, come on. That's an old one, man. Some of you guys know it, though. Don Parter. But, um, yeah, just look at his face. Look at his glorious face. I want you to ask him one more question, and we'll wrap it up for now. But um, say... Yeah, Father God, what do you think of me? Oh, and if he responded with anything that isn't dripping with hope, <laughs> I bet it's a lie. So no big deal. Just go back and say, Lord, I need to hear the, the truth. Like, help me with the truth. And just keep going, man. He wants, this is this is like, you can do this every day. Anytime there's, there's a blockage, God is a partner with us. Like, he wants us to have, you know, our lives with him. And Jesus wanted that. He said, when I, I'll go, I'll go back, but I want, I want them to stay and I want them to have what I had with you, Father God. And so every single day, Jesus would spend time with the Lord and say, what are you doing today? And uh, what are you saying? Cause I want to do and say those things. <laughs> and so this gives you total access to the God that, that absolutely spent time with Jesus it's every day. He never leaves you. He's better than a friend. Friends are great, but he's even closer than that. He's always there. His presence is always there. Just like you said, Jared, like he doesn't have a desire to leave us. <laughs> you know? So we don't receive those lies anymore. We're going to go ahead and take our inheritance in Jesus name. Right. Amen. Thank you for letting me do that, man. That's, that's, I, I pray people are really, really receiving from God right now. So. Gosh, you it was an honor to have you do that and to be on <laughs> Adventures in the Spirit, bro. I'm seeing comments from people in, pa in Uganda oh. even in uh, other places as well. Love so, it. Uh, people are being touched. I bless the anointing on your life, bro. Thank um, you, man. 
what is the best way for people to get a hold of you for more information? Um, yeah, that podcast is great. Just go to, uh, you can find it on most podcasting platforms, uh, Abundant Encounters. And, um, and other than that, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram, Jay Morrison Gill, M-A-R-C-E-N-G-I-L-L. And um, you can find me and, and I totally love to connect with you if this is your heart or if you want more. I also do financial sozos and I highly recommend them because God has a lot to say in our finances. So there's a spiritual version of finances that the, that the body of Christ really needs to understand because he's teaching us to carry right now. Right. And anyway, I could go on about that, but if you're interested, please, please reach out to me. You can do that through Stephen K. De Silva's website. He's kind of the, uh, you know, the, the founder of uh, Financial Sozo and uh, yeah, highly recommend that. So, Awesome. Well, Joshua, thank you so very much for being on Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. I want to encourage everybody, if you're watching this, please subscribe and share this episode with all your friends so that they can encounter Jesus and connect with my friend, Joshua Marsengill and purchase his book. Can you real quick, your book is Abundant Encounters. Encounters. Come on. This is my favorite book. (laughs) Cause you wrote it. So yeah, (laughs) uh, I'll put that in the podcast notes as well, but thank you so much for being part of adventures in the spirit. Awesome. Thank you so much for listening to our conversation and Adventures in the Spirit. We hope that Adventures in the Spirit encouraged and inspired you to press into Jesus and launches you into your own adventure. Subscribe to our podcast and go to our website, firebornministries.com, and sign up for our email list to stay up to date on Fireborn Ministries. And may you have your own Adventures in the Spirit. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeart Radio app or wherever you get your podcasts.